You think you've met a bridezilla? Y'all wanna see someone mad? You have no idea. You agreed that there would be no other bride. Welcome to Bridezilla's The Podcast. All right, let's do this Get up close and personal to real wedding madness. These girls have to get these dressed. With crazy stories. I'm cool until they start being disrespectful, either with me or especially their mamas. Insider secrets. And the jeweler messed it up and couldn't get it to her um, the week of the wedding, and she completely became unhinged. And more Bridezilla meltdowns than ever before. I'm literally shaking because I want to punch her. You may now fear the bride. Hello, and welcome to Bridezilla's The Podcast. I'm Julia Rossi. I'm a comedian, and I also wrote an article called Seven Signs It's More Than Just Cold Feet that will help you figure out if you should or should not get married. I'm Selena Kopic, and I'm the creator of NYT Vows, a Twitter and Instagram account where I pretend to be the New York Times wedding section. And we are your hosts and resident experts on all things Bridezilla's. From risky wedding night sex to doing Molly at a wedding reception. I need a shot. Who's getting me a shot? Today, we are talking about the, the dress, dress and, and the, the ring. ring. Bling, bling. Some bridezillas go to extremes to achieve their dream wedding look. And we mean extreme. Like crash dieting for six months to fit into a mermaid dress that they just ordered three sizes too small on purpose to, quote, force themselves to shed the weight. The self-judgment can be a complete mind People will be photographing you from every angle, thousands of times, and you're expected to look the best you've ever looked in your entire life. It's not fair. It's no wonder brides put themselves in diet prison for months at a time, working out eight times a week, eating only water. My skinny dress doesn't fit, but my fat dress is too big. So we have been major dieting, cleanses, wraps, water, anything under this earth to make my dress fit is what will happen. There's the weight, and there's also the wedding style. And for some brides, money is no object in their nonstop pursuit of the perfect look. Just ask their grooms, who had to shell out half of their life savings to impress with the engagement ring. They liked it. They put a ring on it. Now they're in crippling debt. Some brides sink 75% of a budget into the dress. So what if there's no air conditioning in the reception hall? Only the strong will survive. From the ugliest wedding dresses to crazy celebrity wedding bills, the biggest rings, the most horrible diets, we're deep diving into the dress and the ring. Bling, bling, bye-bye. Naomi is a dress store owner in Mobile, Alabama, who we like to call the Bridezilla Whisperer. You can never please her. It's going to take Jesus Christ to come down and please her. Hi, Naomi. It is Julia and Selena. Hey. Hi. So we know you own a wonderful dress shop in Mobile, Alabama, and we want to know what are some of the worst style ideas that brides have often come into the shop with? Well... You know, disasters are in the eye of the beholder, (laughs) Uh, you know, because what is beautiful to one bride is a complete disaster to another. We've been asked to add camo panels as insects. Wait, actually, Selena loves camo prints. I I would be into it. I got to say, you know. Brides bow to the fashion whims of these magazines without regard for the fact that, you know, a lot of women just shouldn't wear a mermaid style dress. Or yeah, I mean, strapless, strapless isn't for everyone. Like you have to think about your body type. My biggest obstacle in getting exactly what I want for my wedding is my dress. I'm wondering if you are witness to meltdowns of women who 
thought they were going to lose the weight to fit and they don't or women just doing insane things to try to fit in dresses. Well, yeah, you do have to learn diplomacy when you own a bridal shop. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, And it's not uncommon for someone to run in here three weeks before their wedding in tears because they can't zip their dress. Nope. 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 Okay. Not even Just try. Okay. Taylor tried on her wedding dress after the wrap, thinking it was going to miraculously make her skinny. And it definitely didn't work. One way or another, I have a backup plan in my mind that there's enough seam to let out, or we could do a corset conversion if we need to. Oh, bless your heart. Wow. (laughs) That is very nice. I know. You're so smart to have a plan B, because I think a lot of brides don't. Every bride that's ever walked through these doors has some weight loss plan. And you're never more motivated than when you're six months out from a wedding to, you know, change whatever. That's why we don't start alterations until about eight weeks out before a wedding so that we don't have to redo them when they've, you know, suddenly have lost 15 pounds. What's like the worst horror story you've experienced? Like whether it was like a bride or the mother of the bride or the bridesmaids, like I know there's always drama. This pre-bridal time is fraught with stress, you know, Mm -hmm. and then when you run into any sort of hiccup, that becomes very melodramatic very quickly. The stress is out of control! And, you know, I'm asked about, well, what do you do about bridezillas? And I'm going, well, you, first of all, you try to be as tolerant as possible because it is a high-stress time because brides have, have the right to be pickier than usual. It's the most photographed day of your life. And, you know, and they want perfection. That's what they're looking for. But here's my thing about bridezillas. They... I'm not going to tolerate intolerable behavior, and I'm cool until they start being disrespectful, either with me or especially their mamas. If they start being mean to the lady that's going to write the check, I kind of just have to draw a line. Do you Have you ever yelled at a bride? When they start being disrespectful, very quietly, we go back into the dressing room, and I just <laughs> put my arm around them and say, I really think you're too stressful to enjoy this shopping excursion today, and we're going to reschedule. And then I just turn around and walk out. Like I said, would you like to wear this, baby, and pin your dress because have at it? I am not a seamstress, okay? You know what? If you wasn't family, little girl, you would be out of my house. That's so good. In 11 years, I've only had that happen twice, and one of them didn't ever come back, and I was glad because she was just snotty. And the other one came back the next day Grovelingly apologizing for oh, her behavior. Oh, that's nice. Wow. You're like a Bridezilla whisperer. Well, there you go. I'll put that on my resume. That's such a good way to handle it, to sort of slow it down, not um, I escalate it more, you know, but just to be like, okay, exactly. today we got to walk away right now, you know? My most human experience, when I kind of personally had a meltdown um, yes. with a bride one time, she bought a dress somewhere else that was not a good fit for her body. She was getting ugly with me. In the meantime, the seamstress that I had for 10 years unexpectedly lost her son and was away taking care of that trauma when this bride came for her follow-up appointment. And then when it didn't look as expected, well, that lady said, and I said, I had explained to you, right, that her her son died. Yeah, yeah, our son died. <gasps> yeah, it happened. 
<gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. Her son died. That's not my problem. Oh, oh no. God. And I said, ma'am, you're not my client. You didn't buy this dress from me. Yeah. I didn't make any initial promises to you, and I don't have the skill set to address them. Well, you better figure it out, she said. I said, look, uh, <laughs> happens. I said, I can't fix this for you. And she said, don't you dare speak like that. That lady. I just just had to tell her, look, I can't fix this for you. And it doesn't look like anybody here is going to be able to. I mean, what else can you say? You can't bitch about somebody that really is trying to help you. Chill out. Like, it'll be fine. I I have this theory. Brides that get hyper stressed about the wedding. Really, they're only focusing on the wedding. They've completely lost track of the fact that this wedding is just a means to an end. Yeah. And the next day, you're <laughs> going to be someone's wife, and this whole wedding thing is over. You know, and if you thought the only thing that made you special was that you were a bride, well, guess what? Tomorrow, you're not a bride. So figure it out. You know, you got to feel like you're special without that stuff. I love it, Naomi. Thank you so much for chatting with us. And for any brides listening, just have a snack before you scream at your dressmaker. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much, Naomi. Coming up on Bridezilla's The Podcast. Corey, have you ever had a guy return the ring because he proposed and the girl said no? Oh, plus. The Buff Bride specializes in getting brides ready for their wedding day. You can drink alcohol and we don't spur And don't forget. She washed her dress in her bathtub because she saw stains that none of us could see. What? Julia, to quote the Queen Bee, if you liked it, then you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> These celebrities did like it very much, but who liked it more? I'm going to give you two celebrity couples, and you tell me which groom shelled out more for the engagement ring. Are you ready? Uh, yes, I am ready. <laughs> You're a good straight man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who liked it more? Nick Cannon to Mariah Carey or Donald Trump to Melania? Oh, okay. Well, Trump had spent a lot of money on silencing fees for prostitutes. So I don't know how much money he had left over for I rings. I know, fresh out of cash. So I'm going to guess Nick Cannon. Shockingly, Trump. Trump, for once in his godforsaken life, paid for services rendered. Okay. Right. I mean, I know it's alarming to everyone. This is unprecedented. He dropped $3 million for Melania's 12-carat diamond ring. Mariah had to settle for a measly $2.5 million, 17-carat... prayers, I mean, Mariah. embarrassing. 17-carat emerald-cut pink diamond by Jacob & Company. Oh. Joe popped the question with a ring fit for a queen. Did you see the ring? All right, Selena, how about this? Ben Affleck to Jennifer Lopez or Mark Anthony to Jennifer Lopez, who liked him more yeah. and spent more money. Because when you like something, you yeah, you spend empty money your pockets. That's the message here. Yes. I'm going to go with Ben Affleck because I do remember the Benifer era. And do you remember he got some fake teeth? He was driving a Bentley at the time. So I'm going to say that Boston's own Ben Affleck was like, I'm going to drop a bunch of money on a rock, kid. Uh, well, you're wrong. Mark wins the day with a $4 million, 8.5 carat blue diamond ring and eats Ben Affleck's $2.5 million sparkler diamond. And J-Lo gave that right back. Wow. I mean, the audacity. Oh, I know. I mean, that's truly embarrassing. $2.5 million. I just can't wait to see what A-Rod eventually gives J-Lo uh, coming up soon. <laughs> That'll be the size of a baseball. I just need you to tell me that it's going to be beautiful. Time for everyone's favorite, the reality TV bracket. Ready? 
Paris Latsis, the Greek shipping heir, to Paris Hilton when they got engaged, or Kanye West to Ms. Kim Kardashian. You know what? Just based on the insanity of their names, I'm going to say Paris Squared. Your random choice by no reasoning <laughs> is correct. See? I know. It's a good way to, I mean, yeah, yeah that's how I like to make all my choices. Yeah. Paris Latsis, I remember this so well. He dropped $4.7 million for a 24 karat canary diamond. That was that yellow Could one. Could literally build wells in a country that has no clean water. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And this is an engagement ring. Paris and Paris never even made it down the aisle, which is a shame. Kim Kardashian's ring was a measly $4.5 million. I mean, who would steal that? Um. <laughs> Me. Speaking of Paris, oh my gosh. I'm gonna go have me a drink. Good night. All right, final one. Richard Burton to Elizabeth Taylor or Jay-Z to Beyonce? Ooh, tough questions. I mean, I kind of want to say Richard Burton to Elizabeth Taylor because he ditched his wife for her, I believe. They were filming a movie together. And uh, I don't know. I mean, she was she was married, what, seven or eight times? Like, I figure, like, she's got to just crank up the ring cost. So I'm going to go with Richard Burton. I got to say something before we get to the answer. I did not realize you know so many facts about celebs. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I do. <laughs> Especially about, like, old-timey celebs. Richard Burton used to be a hottie in his day. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're right. Richard Burton gave Liz an $8.8 million, 33-carat, Asher-cut, Krupp diamond, Set in platinum, Liz wore the ring every day for the rest of her life. Jay only shelled out five mil for Queen Bay. Jay, five mil? Come on. We're not having this, okay? You got that? Corey Shifter is the owner of Casales Jewelers in Staten Island. Oh, what a nice guy. Oh my, he's such a gem. Yeah, and <laughs> speaking of gems. Hello. <laughs> I mean, he has peddled princess cut, pearl cut, emerald cut. He has sold so many wedding rings, and he's dealt with every type of guy on Staten Island. And let me tell you, I wish I could too. <laughs> uh, I know it. I really Ooh. know it. Please welcome Corey. I'm crying on my Wednesday. Hey, Corey, it's Julia and Selena. Hi, girls. How are you? How's everything? All right? Good, great, great. Good. I'm ex- we're excited to chat. Let's dive right in. Have you ever had any mother-in-laws come in with the groom to pick out a ring? Or, I mean, I guess not mother-in-law, but mother. You know, like, does the mom ever come? No, I tell you the truth, more, more mother-in-laws than, than moms. Oh, okay. and, uh, and they're the tough ones. You know what it is? It's a little awkward, and, and I understand it. If you're with your soon-to-be wife's mom, and you have a budget, right? And she's not recognizing that and of course and it gets a little funny when you're not sure to show what diamonds and how much they want to spend because you can't really discuss budget too much because it's a little funny and we're pulling out diamonds that may be out of his budget and you see him start to sweat a little so you know it's important to kind of just pull him aside and kind of you know get the conversation between the two of us just to understand where we're going yeah like what's the most expensive ring you've made or sold the most expensive ring was three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars actually Still think it was worth the money? Man. It was a Forever Mark diamond. It was an 8 carat uh, 66, so 8.66 uh, H color, VS2 clarity. Um, it was perfectly cut, perfectly symmetrical. I'm just imagining that couple living in a tent, but they're I like, know. at least we have this ring. I know. <laughs> I kept thinking, I was like, I could buy a studio apartment for that ring. <laughs> He walks around one shoe. Oh, my gosh. He just literally gave up everything for his <laughs> Yeah, truly. What's the Staten Island style? Staten Island style is, is big and and big big center stone and a thin band that accentuates that 
bigger center stone, you know, or just, you know, that type of thing. So the, the more elaborate as far as the stone goes and the detail is usually what they go for. Has a bride ever come back and requested a bigger rock? Yes, we do. <laughs> no! Yes. Oh my uh, God, I love it. Some told me the bigger the ring, the cheaper the wedding. They lied to they you. Lie. I mean, it's actually happened before where somebody came back and said, you know, he made me this ring because I said I liked his mom's ring. And I really just said it because I was trying to make her happy and I really don't like it. Oh, yes. So that was, that was more, Never give a compliment. It'll always bite you in the ass. Yeah, that, you was, know? that was more of an awkward scenario where we had to pull an audible and, and try to fix it and make it right because it was a ring that we had made custom for him. Oh um, but uh, we felt really bad for him. Have you ever had a guy return the ring because he proposed and the girl said no? Ooh. Yes. Um, <sighs> We don't like to ask too many questions. We just do our best to help them however we can. Because it's, it's uh, you know, most of the time when diamonds are set into a ring, it's not fair if I just go and sell it to somebody else, you know, and it's just not right. So, you know, we really break down the ring and remake whatever's there because, you know, you wouldn't want a ring that, imagine you found out that this guy proposed to his girlfriend and I sold it to you down the block, you know, uh, or around the street. And all of a sudden you see that ring. That was like the ring that I proposed with my girlfriend with. And it's just, you know, it's just not right. There was a guy in the news recently who proposed to his girlfriend. She said no. And then instead of returning the ring, he put an ad out to give it away to a couple that's really in love. Oh, oh isn't awesome. that nice? Yeah, that's cute. That's that's what he wanted to see. He wanted to see someone <laughs> say yes. It's like if I can't have love, someone <laughs> yeah. else can. <laughs> I mean, talk about a panty dropper, right? Oh, I know. I was I'm like, like, I'll marry that him. Guy? I'd go on a date with him. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever gotten a weird ring request because i know that there are some people out there that want some pretty outrageous things the, the most unique ones are the ones that oh by the way i i need a custom ring and i, I need it within this weekend when we're already midweek uh because i need to propose and um that's the most unique one because that's where the pressure comes in really to get things done and make sure it's done right so but uh, thank goodness we've always come through. Need to propose because what? They got her pregnant. She's putting a gun to his head. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, probably the probably more the gun part than the pregnant okay. part. I think. <laughs> uh, ult- I think it's more called an ultimatum. Oh. I guess, and then in, uh, in so many terms. So uh, we've had that before, where we actually had to replicate like uh, the princess die ring with the uh, sapphire in the center. Um, we've done that where that had to be done within a few days. So it's fun. You know what? It makes for a good time. Makes things a little crazy around the store. We have some fun with them and the guys are always happy. So that's what it's all about. Do you have a lot of celebrity inspired rings and ring designs? It's a funny thing because once a celebrity, like a big celebrity comes in with a certain type of ring, like for instance, you know, Oval is big right now. Um, I know there was, I can't remember which celebrity out there just got one, but all of a sudden now the Ovals are coming in, you know? So a lot of people are kind of jumping on board with the celebrity trends, kind of the way the girls are pushing the guys in to see it. Because, you know, most of the guys come in and they show their their iPhones or their uh, their Samsung phones, and they say, this is what she wants. Now, could you make this for me? And most, you know, nine times out of 10, we're able to help them. So it's pretty good. Is that usually what happens as the bride comes in and picks out her ring? It's funny because most of it is she pinned this. She tagged me in this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very subtle. <laughs> I think a 
your biggest question is, can you get my boyfriend a discount? <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey. No you think, problem. You think I'm kidding. Your, your boyfriend. Can, no, I'm not kidding. I, I'll, I'll take good care of him. I promise. Because you want to know why? Because then you're going to tell everybody you know what yeah. a great, great, beautiful ring you have and a diamond that sparkles more than anybody else's. And I'll make sure that that Yeah. That and I do love a fairy happen. ride. So. Yeah. Maybe he'll propose on the ferry. Fancy. I know. It's very working, girl. Oh, I love it. Very cool. Corey. Corey, it was so lovely talking to you. Yes, you as well. I appreciate your time. Definitely. It was fun. If you live near Staten Island or if you don't, find a ferry schedule and go check out Corey's store, Casal Jewelers, or check them out online, casaljewelers.net. No, Sam, you're not doing too much because this is your wedding. Lauren Masano, a.k.a. The Buff Bride, is a personal trainer in New Jersey who specializes in getting brides ready for their wedding day. Hey, Lauren. It is Julia and Selena. Hey. Hi. How are you? Good. Uh, So what are most brides' weight loss goals? Like, I I feel like a lot of brides kind of have some unrealistic goals. Do you find that that happens? You mean all of them? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The the craziest one was eight weeks, and she wanted to lose, like, literally get ripped and lose, like, 15 pounds. Oh, God. And I have to tell you, we did it. You did? We did it. Is that like daily workouts, like double sessions? (laughs) Double sessions all day, every day. (laughs) Don't eat anything. (laughs) Just stop eating. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm very honest with them. So you, if you give me an eight-week timeline, there's not one minute off. You know what's the crazy part, though, is that with, when it comes to weddings, you got to remember their dresses. So when they come to me eight weeks before their wedding, they've almost hit their, like, they've already had their first fitting. So now their next fitting, I'm like, tell your tailor to bring it in. Like, just keep bringing it in. Even if it doesn't fit you, keep bringing it in. Yeah. Because the, the alteration people want to kill me at that point. You waited four days before the wedding? To tell me your dress does not fit. I tried it this morning. You should have tried your dress on when you first got it. I did. That's not my problem. It's It's your problem. How is big? What you mean how is big? All this in the back is big. Like, Uh, oh, you you, you lost back fat all of a sudden? Do you also design the bride's diet? Yes. It's a very simple concept. Don't eat carbs. Do you eliminate most of your bad sugars, your cookies, cakes, which we, none of us should be eating anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know what people do? Like, I do allow alcohol, which they love. Oh, God bless you. Well, you need yes, it when no. you're planning a wedding. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I'm like, you can drink alcohol and we don't do burpees. Do you see any, like, trends right now, like, that you find sort of harmful that, like, brides are drawn to or things that you think are a little bit dangerous or, yeah, or harmful to brides? Yes, because I guess in reality, there's a lot of unrealistic things out there right now. You know, there's so much things like, you know, the waist, my favorite is the waist trainer. How are you going to change someone's bone structure? If you're square-waisted and you never had hips, all of a sudden you're going to have hips. So, you know, now these girls are getting, let's just say they're wearing a mermaid dress. So they think they could put that waist thing on, whatever you want to call it, the waist trainer, they're all going to go in. It doesn't work that way. It takes work to get where you want. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? There really is essentially no quick fix. Well, I mean, I feel like quick fixes would be surgery <laughs> like but in right. like have you have you experienced any of that like women going to super extremes but things big right now it's huge and again literally getting, <laughs> god didn't give you that to begin with you're never gonna have it so when they come to me they ask for that like how can you give me a bigger butt if you never had one i can't give it to you what i could do is shape around your hips mm-hmm. plump you up a little bit but you really can't pull volume unless you do injections. But I can't say I've ever had anybody that's done that. Strap on like a foam butt. 
You know. really need it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But I don't know. I'm like, I, I don't know. I think I'm a funny trainer where people usually come to me and I'm like, like, that's not your body type. Like, God didn't give you. Like, that's not you. Also, there's so many photo apps that you can literally touch here, touch here, give yourself a tiny waist, yeah. huge tits and a huge ass. This Instagram is it's amazing what it has done to people because they really come in like, I want to look like this girl. I'm like, but you're not even close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're five four and she's six foot, so we're just gonna start there. <laughs> right? It's an issue. I can't stretch you out. I'm sorry. No, I, I wish I could because I would. I'm only five four. <laughs> Believe me, I would. Yeah. I do it all. Do you, is there a big difference between your bridal clients and your non-bride clients? Like can the brides be are they more difficult, more anxious? The brides are definitely more anxious. Mm-hmm. Um I love training brides as an end point in a sense. You know, we have a we have ultimate date goal which we want to hit um it's a it could be a little more stressful and that dress you know all these it's funny all these bridal shops that crack up they make you sign these like waivers so let's say you ordered a size 12 you have to sign a waiver stating like i ordered a size 12 and i'm okay with it so if it comes in and it doesn't fit me i can't get sued like it's crazy so these girls have to get in these dresses you lose weight Every day more easy to close the dress. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm so nervous. I ordered my wedding dress, two sizes too small, to challenge myself to lose the weight. I've lost 51 pounds. I just don't know if this dress is gonna fit. Three days left before my wedding. There is no time. There is no other dress. It has to fit. And do you get to see them in their dresses? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, well, when I usually, upon like the first time I meet people, I always like, let me see your dress. I need to know what I'm working with. Yeah. I laugh because these seamstress get so upset with me. They're, all my girls are texting me. I just went in and they're taking three more inches off my dress. I'm like, but isn't that a good thing? Like, shouldn't they be happy? I'm not going to lie to you, Lauren. I am eating pad thai while I talk to you. <laughs> so. Worst. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Lauren, it was so wonderful to talk to you. And thank you for telling us your tips. I think I'm going to try to eat a little, you know, do a little clean eating. And uh, Definitely not Pad Thai. Thank you I'm so much, you. Lauren. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you. Have a good night. If you want to learn more about Lauren or even train with Lauren, please visit thebuffbride.com. Lori Halperin is the Bradzilla showrunner and the snarky, funny voice of the series. You know the voice. Well, to be fair, it is a whimsical woodland wedding set on a lake in November. Now it's time to go behind the scenes and under the veil with Laura Halperin. Hi, Laura. It's Selena. Hey, Laura. It's Julia. Hi. How are you? Hi. Good, good. Great to chat with you again. So uh, today we're talking about the dress and the ring. Um, two of the, you know, really a more important than love, commitment. Oh yeah, all that stuff. Just give me uh, a flattering white dress <laughs> with a great neckline, and that's all we need. Yeah, you know? and a ring that I can flash <laughs> in every social media photo. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, how often have you seen the bridezilla freak out over her dress? I mean, most of them do. I don't think this dress is gonna fit me. Let me see. I'm trying. Oh. Is it gonna zip? No, no. Do you have any saran wrap? I mean, need the saran wrap. Oh my God. I mean, whether it's tears or they can't zip it up or, you know, imaginary stains. Most people, most of the bridezillas anyway, have a moment when it comes to the dress. Well, I feel like so many of them, and not even just on the show, but in general, buy a dress that's too small. Yeah. And yeah. in the hopes that they'll fit in it. Dress sizing with with bride with um, wedding gowns for some reason like it's always you have to get like such a huge size because they 
the sizes are completely different, that I think it's an ego thing. Um, you know, you, you normally wear a size six and you have to get a size 12, you know, because it's a wedding dress. And when it's always strapless and they're just like sausage. Yeah. yeah, I gotta say the strapless dress is it's a hard look to pull off for a lot of people. For anyone. I know. I mean, unless it you're like really me and have tiny A cups, it's hard to do. Some girls need some support exactly. and some yep. girls need something else. <laughs> Laura, what's the biggest like dress-related meltdown you've ever seen? I know we have some going on this season. I think the weirdest one I ever saw was the girl um, who she washed her dress in her bathtub because she saw stains that none of us could see. What? She was like, she was like, do you see them? Do you see them? We're like, no. But you know, you don't stand in their way. So she she flat out she put that dress in the bathtub and was like no. scrubbing away at imaginary. It was like out damn spot. I don't know what, what was <laughs> oh going on in this poor girl's head. So what's the most extravagant dress you've seen or ring? We actually have a bride this season who had like a custom made um, engagement ring that she was so in love with. Her she had to have it fixed because it wouldn't go with any like wedding rings. You could it was like so blinged out. Like she needed to have it changed and um, and the jeweler messed it up and couldn't get it to her um, the week of the wedding and she completely became unhinged. What the f***? So, okay, so we know, Laura, that you're engaged. So what have you learned about dress shopping from Bridezilla's? That I'm afraid to go dress shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't gone yet and it's because I'm slightly terrified um, that I will have a moment because uh, I really don't like wedding dresses. I think I've done too many of these shows where I've, I just big poofy dresses kind of freak me out and a lot of like the mermaid dresses. I'm like, mm, it's not cute. I mean, there's just so many ways to go wrong. I want to do like a sequin jumpsuit, mm, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know my dream white bikini. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, custom made like sneakers. Laura, do you think that the grooms care about the, the wedding dress? No. <laughs> the grooms don't care. I mean, half the grooms, I think, barely recognize their brides as they walk down the aisle. <laughs> That's not how they look on a regular basis. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're seeing like this, you know, blob of white coming toward them and with hair and makeup that doesn't look like anything they've ever seen in their lives. And, I, you know, it doesn't matter to them. And if it does matter to them, that almost might be like a red flag. <laughs> blob of white. Imagine blob someone of- just said that in their wedding vows. <laughs> you were the blob of white that I want to spend my life with. <laughs> the rest of my life with. I mean, because women put so much thought into it, but it's not really for the groom. Unless you have a very fashion conscious groom. And we did have one of those this season. And, you know, he was very into what his bride wore, um, which is, you know, as little as possible. Tell me more. Well, this bride, um, you know, she can pull it off. Her uh, cat is very attractive and very aware of her attractiveness. And um, the only person who's maybe more aware of her attractiveness than cat is her groom, who <laughs> literally, like, dressed her in, like, as little clothing as possible. Um, you know, I did her sit-down interview, and she was, like, like, her boobs were practically, like, jumping out of the shirt. It was a little distracting. And though the guests may be missing out on cucumber sandwiches, there are some melons to tie them over. I was a little bit frustrated because I had nip slip a couple times. The side I taped stayed, the glue side, I had, I, the whole world saw my nipple. Who wants to see one nipple? And then she, uh, you know, her wedding dress was very, you know, form-fitting and gorgeous and very see-through, um, you know. And when uh, they have a little dress mishap and uh, her dress went MIA, she she promptly freaked out. And she was trying to find another dress 
Um, but like nothing was revealing enough for her. I just can't imagine having my grandma be there. Yeah, something tells me that they've all seen it with her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Think of all the money you'd save if you just did like a nudist wedding. True. Right? True. Oh. <laughs> Look, I just have flowers in my hair. That's how you know I'm the bride, okay? Yeah. How exactly. else can I show you? Yeah. Uh, okay, Laura, can you please give us and our listeners a little sneak peek of what we can expect next week? Well, so tonight for my bachelorette party, we're going to have some nice drinks and we're going to get a little naughty. And if Rashawn doesn't like it, I don't care. I'm having way too much fun. My son. He don't know my dark side. <laughs> he never will. Yeah, is quite the talented one. Okay. Ooh. Nice. Laura, thank you so much and good luck wedding dress shopping. Yeah, Laura, thank thanks so you. much. <laughs> bye. All right, bye. Bye. Catch Laura in her element on Bridezilla's Friday nights at 10 p.m. only on Wii TV. <laughs> Let's take what we learned today and etch it into stone. This is Vows. <laughs> I vow to get creative with my wedding dress someday and open my, you know, expand my mind beyond just a white bikini, perhaps a camo bikini. Oh, you know? Selena, I wouldn't yeah. expect any less from you. Yeah. I vow to keep eating pad thai because mm-hmm. the truth is no carbs, no fun. Thanks for listening. Next week, we are talking bachelor party blow ups. From dirty sex resorts to eating sushi off of a stripper, next week is the wildest episode yet. You are not going to want to miss this, so subscribe to Bridezilla's The Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and never miss a minute of Zilla action. And make sure to keep watching Bridezilla's Fridays, 10 p.m. on WeTV. TV.